I am actively trying to discourage God, people from that. ringing me because it's I haven't got time. Yeah, 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 yeah. People ramble, Trey. Get but you seem time. like someone who likes to talk. Yeah, I don't like listening. I like talking. <laughs> well, that's not going to work. <laughs> Getting to know Trey has been so much fun. It's not just the shows. We spent some time having a bit of a chat and soon found that we had a natural chemistry. So some of the conversations against mundanity and talking about the news stories of the week is where we found that we really gelled together. I feel like you're like a... I mean this in a good way. Like you're the kind of the inside of a nuclear power plant. You're Ooh. like this kind of like this engine of energy. It's like just bringing like sass and verve and life. Sometimes little explosions wherever you go. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Do you want to speak at my funeral? I, I hope it's not for a long no, time. No, I'm having two. I'm having the fun funeral first. Yeah. And then the second funeral when I'm really dead, everyone has to come in yeah, yeah, drag yeah. or dress as a piece of fruit. But you can't come to that one if you haven't come. I'll come one. to your funeral. I want to be alive so people can say that and I can hear it. I think you are all those things. There's also the stories that you tell and the wisdom you distill. But I think what I love most about you is this person who's, I think, really trying to make sense of life, yeah, trying yeah. to help other people, trying to be helped. There's the fun, there's the verb, there's the life, but I think there's also a lot of depth to you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier for that to come out with some people than it is with others. I think there's often an investment in our culture on the surface stuff and like, yes, what's, what yeah. were they inspiring? Were they interesting? And that's all great. At the end of the day, I want to know, can I trust this person? Mm. Are they being honest with me? Yeah. Are they the same person with yeah. me that they are with other people, you yeah. know? And so, you know, one of the things I always say, which is this is so nerdy. I'm sort of a nerdy person. The root word of monk, I say this all the time, is like, Someone who is the same person wherever they are. It's like mono, monk, yeah. mono. The same human being, no matter where they are. And that's what I feel. That's what I want to be in life. Yeah, I'm yeah. not there yet. Yeah. Where I learn how to do that is in like deep relationships. Yes. Hope and anchor. I've never owned a cat, but I've had cats, friends, cats who like all cozy up to you. Oh, I want to be your friend and then scratch your eye. <laughs> cats will, whether they're watching a Mad Axe murderer or a fly, have the same expression. Yeah. Which is why you can't trust cats. You can't trust a cat. Because you don't know what they're going to And also, you don't own a cat. The cat owns you. You're never friends with a cat. You have a your casual you have a master servant relationship. It's well, you, it's really imbalanced. The power imbalance you in have, a cat my, relationship. I used to have a cat and it ran off actually because it didn't fit in. But <laughs> this cat used to look at me like I have a mild regard for you, and that was the best it ever got. Whereas now I have a dog. This dog, it doesn't matter what's going on. It loves me more than my children. My oh husband. yeah. There's a psychologist that calls it unconditional positive regard. Yes. So the cat has mild, his mild regard. regard. <laughs> this the psychologist says unconditional positive regard. That's what you that's need. what a dog has. Definite and that's what I dogs. that's what I need. Yeah. That's what I want. So we have a dog called Iris who's just we just adopted her six months ago. We got her when she was two, so she's still puppyish. Labrador? Labrador, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Full of energy. As she's gotten to know us, she's moved from being Aloof and sort of suspicious because she didn't yeah. know us till today. She came in and sat in my lap and curled up at oh, me let, and nice. let me look at her. And yeah, so dogs for sure. If I was a friend's character, I'd be the brown one who never gets any airtime. Because if you look at that show and count the brown faces, I think there were two and a half. <laughs> for the whole series. Yeah. yeah I, and it's, yeah. I was never into it when it was on because it just felt like that's not... Just white people. Who I, no, I didn't even notice that, actually. Didn't notice that at the time. It was just more, I am not cool enough or nice enough or lovely enough or beautiful enough or any of the enoughers. Dream podcast guest. He's dead. But I'd go Desmond Tutu. Oh, who yeah. I is like just a living... like divine 
yeah. human being for me. Like he is someone who like fought oppression, sought justice, and did it with a heart that was so open yeah. and so joyous. He laughed all yes. the time. He was able to face the evil of like oppressive regimes, but from a place of deep spiritual joy. I once went to a friend's house in England. I found a charming book of cartoons entitled My God. One showed God with appeals and supplications bombarding him from people below. And God saying, I wish I could say, don't call me, I'll call you. I have something to learn. I have yeah. so much to learn from people like that. He wrote a book called God is Not a Christian. Did he? Yeah, it's just I don't so know sassy. that book. Did he write it? Might someone else might have written it. Somebody gave I, it to me. It's true. God isn't, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I just liked his mischievous yeah, yeah. naughtiness. Who yeah. would you have? I'd want to have my granddad. My granddad was like the only and first positive male role model in my life. He fought in World War II and he died of lung cancer when I was like six. I remember sitting on the step with him because he used to smoke. My nan used to make him smoke outside. And I used to sit with him. He used to let me wear his hat. He said, who do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I wanted to be a princess. And he said, but you're already a princess. Mm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I'm like, which kingdom? He went, you're my princess. I'm like, ah, I want to be a proper one. <laughs> and and I, I would love to have him as a guest to just let him know that the stories that he embedded in me and the things, the time that he spent for me, that became like the reason I was able to sustain and survive so much of my life in foster care and on the streets, mm. because I had that at the beginning. But I never got to have a conversation with him about how he was like that after what he saw in the war. Yeah. They got married the day after he went to war and he was gone for four years, came back a different man, yeah. never talked about it, had all these photos and medals. So I, I feel like he's so rich in story, but I never really got the chance to have a conversation with him. I love to sing. I'm a, oh. I'm a just a lay singer. I'm not like a professional or anything, mm. but I love to sing. I always love to sing. In Tennessee, where I'm from, we tried out for the all-state choir. And you had to audition in different cities, and they choose a choir of about 100 people, and you go to Nashville for a weekend. Oh, and you like all Glee. It was it's like Glee, I guess. Not as popular music, okay, but more okay. like classical music, like choral music. Mm. And you get there, and you sing you know, a set repertoire of like seven songs. Over the weekend, you sing all together, and then you have a concert on the Saturday afternoon, whatever. So it's like kids from all over Tennessee. And one of the happiest moments, this feels as long time ago as like, I think 13 or 14, was the first, when we all were sitting on stage, all 100 of us, and the conductor brought us all in and hearing all those like pretty gifted wow. kids singing together yeah. I can still remember the feeling of being among like just pure it was just folk there was no piano orchestra it was all just like voices like just being in the middle of this like really thick harmony on stage with all these kids who love to sing so sort of me uh, geeky nerdy in the closet at that point gay Trey was like on stage I just felt like I can still remember feeling enveloped by the sound and the joy of singing uh, and other kids who were sort of like me and loved music yeah, yeah. yeah that was one happy moment I've got a lot but that's one that sounds amazing it was <laughs> This is Hope and Anchor.